Hi, this is Jack Dyer, and this is Caller Go Ahead, a show made up of voicemails left by listeners at 702-546-6329. Enjoy the show. Hey, guys. Um, love everything you do. I uh, just wanted to check in and say, hey, um, I love you all. I love listening to the show, and I'm sitting out here in Oakland, California, um, checking out the Golden Gate Bridge from across the uh, bay here, and it's I'm just at this park. If you want to go on Google Maps, I'm at Barbara and Jay Vincent Park, and you'll see what I'm talking about. This place is just like perfectly situated for every type of view. It's so nice, and uh, you know I'm treating myself to a little bit of a cannabis joint, if I do say so myself, just because I worked really hard today and I, and I feel like, you know, it's time to just relax and take it easy, so anyway, uh, hope everybody's doing well and hope uh, everybody can, you know, chime in and talk about their their stories on their, on their message as well, so anyway, um, uh, you know. That's about all. The earth is flat as well. <laughs> okay, bye-bye. <laughs> Being an adult, it's like one of the major accomplishments that you can make frequently, like twice every single year, is being a part of the No Cavity Club at your dentist's office. Um, as a proud member today of the No Cavity Club at my dentist's office at 37 years old, that means I don't have to spend like $300 to get a filling or $600 to get a crown. So enjoy your parents' health insurance because when you have to pay for insurance uh, and also have to pay for things to be done, it it sucks. So shout out to all my Cavity Free Club members out there um, that are adults and are taking care of their teeth. Congrats. Props. Keep going with the flossing, the brushing, and lying to them about all the sugary things you drink and all the alcohol you drink, if I'm allowed to say that. Hey, um, I just need a place to talk about this. So um, I had a conversation with my grandfather the other day. I'm on my way to college. Um, for context, um, and I also called a few years ago, but I'm salutatory of my class, and I have been very stressed with some difficult professors that I have right now, um, but I picked up my major. My major is um, psychiatry. I don't know if I mentioned that, um, or psychology going into psychiatry eventually, but my grandfather doesn't support my major he says that I am only objectively smart so in the sense that I need to be in a career where I will do something and be graded on it and then I will see recognition for it and that if I go into any sort of like subjective you know social services working with people that people aren't going to like me because I'm the type of person who lives you know behind the scenes who does the work and then someone else grades them on it and then 
that's how they get their merit. They get their merit from grades, which I have my entire life, and that's what I kind of want to break out of because I am more than just a grade, and I want to be more than just, you know, a number, which is what I've been for my whole life. And I want to help people in a real way, and especially in the mental health field that I'm very passionate about. But I just, he drove all these worries into me about, will I actually be good at this career? Because it's probably true that I'm good at being graded on things, but if you put me, you know, in the place where I have to perform, you know, physically through talking to people, maybe I really won't excel and maybe it's not the field I'm meant to be in and I can do better things somewhere else. But yeah, just objectivity versus subjectivity, I guess. I I know that I'm objectively intelligent, but I don't know if I'm, you know, capable of being subjectively intelligent, as he states. Um, yeah. Um, my, the phone was just handed to me by my roommate. Uh, hi, I'm in college. I'm 21. Life is going pretty well. Quarantine kind of sucks, doesn't it? Quarantine kind of threw off my whole jazz, my sleep schedule, my life. Like, yeah, apparently my cock size, too. Still massive, though, apparently, one of my roommates says. Anyway, um, I don't know. What do you guys think about pets? I, uh, I don't have any pets. My roommate has a snake. I've never had a pet in my life. I'm allergic to dogs and cats, but I still want a pet. I still want a dog. I think that, um, the responsibility that comes with that is important. I feel like it would keep me on track with my life more, you know? I feel like right now I'm only responsible for myself, and I feel like if I had something I had to take care of that wasn't me, that would keep me living a better life maybe than I'm living right now. I don't know. Um, I really don't know what else to say, though. I think I'm probably going to go play bass guitar. I think it's cool if you play an instrument. Uh, I just got back into it and discovered Thundercat, uh, and I really like it. Um, and I got my dad a drum set for Christmas, and I want to play along with him, but I don't know if I'm good enough, so I've been practicing every day. And um, maybe I'll go get some food. I shouldn't eat fast food as much as I do, but I think I do it more so out of laziness. And I do really, out of a want to, eat that kind of food. It's not healthy, though, you know. I've gained some weight. But, um, yeah, life is weird, especially nowadays. I often find myself uh kind of paralyzed thinking about what the future will hold. You know, I'm going to be graduating in a year with a history degree. And I really don't know if I'll ever be able to get a job with it. You know, I have to think about what I'm going to do for a living in the future. I don't know how long I've been on this call, then, so I guess I'll uh, let you go. I don't know if I'm supposed to give my phone number or just leave it for someone else to listen. Well. Peace and love, baby. Hey, Jack. 
Um, it is 7.07 a.m., and I am driving to work. Um, I'm being very safe. Don't worry. All hands-free phone call, all very legal. <laughs> um, I wanted to tell you about this dream I had last night because I was going to call my friend and tell her, but uh, she is still asleep. <laughs> um, so I'm going to tell you instead. Um, recently, one of my friends, uh, and her boyfriend broke up. She got broken up with by him. And soon after, I'm not sure if this is appropriate at all, so if you can't say this on your podcast, that's fine. Just skip over it or blur it out, whatever. Um, her best friend sucked his dick. And it was after they had broken up, so technically, you know, it was fair game. But it was like, holy shit, dude. Like, as much as, okay, maybe nothing happened while they were still dating, if it was like, if they had that kind of encounter right after they uh, stopped dating, that means there was like something, at least something going on beforehand. Anyway, so my dream last night was the ex-boyfriend was talking to me and asking me for advice because he was all super remorseful, feeling awful, and like missing his now ex-girlfriend. And I was just, like, trying to be there for him and trying to be a good friend. He's, he's kind of my friend. Um, and it was crazy. I, like, hugged him. I told him it was all going to be okay. And I don't know why I needed that emotional relief, but I guess my brain thought I did. Um, anyway, I think I'm probably close to time. But I hope you guys have a great day and are making a great show. Um, talk to you soon. Hi. Um, I I saw this number on a cool Instagram account um, and you know I, I like telling stories I guess but I thought of just I don't know I couldn't think of anything super profound but I I just thought of something that for some reason really sticks with me so maybe other people would care to hear it but um, I remember once a couple years ago my dad was telling me a story where he had um, he he worked up in New Hampshire I think yeah he worked on this mountain where hikers would stop in at this little like bed and breakfast cabin and they would either work around the cabin or like pay in exchange for a night's of rest and, you know, some like breakfast the day after. And so um, him and like all the people who worked there, they stayed in this cabin that was like a solid walk away from where the bread and or the pardon <laughs> the bed and breakfast and the um uh cabins for like the guests were and so one night he had locked up everything they had finished with you know clean up and you know the kind of dinner stuff and they were walking back to their cabin where they stayed um and there was only one person who had one headlamp and by the time they got there, it had gone out. And they didn't have any source of light to get into the cabin because the cabin had a lock that was a number lock that you had to visually see to match up the numbers. And because they were out of a source of light, they couldn't get in. But they had walked a solid distance, and they ended up having to huddle and wait until the early morning so that they could see the, the lock numbers to open it up. Uh, pardon, to open it up. But... He he told me right after that, he was like, Mia, never leave the house without a lighter, because if we just had a lighter, we could have seen the lock and we could have opened the door. And I mean, I 
I don't leave the house without a lighter or at least matches or something. But, um, yeah, I, uh, it's not something that I guess we think about a lot because we have our phones for like a flashlight or, you know, I guess electricity is a lot more common than up in the New Hampshire mountains. But, um, I guess just remember next time you leave the house, grab a lighter or a box of matches because who knows when you need to open a lock. All right. Thank you. I finally get the chance to kind of, you know, be with the person that I wanted to for a while. And it's, um, man, sometimes it's not the way you want it to be. And it's okay. But it's hard when you know because uh, once you know, you can't not know and it doesn't stop you from still kind of idealizing them, idolizing them. Um, And you just kind of got to rewire that and figure it out. You know, I've been thinking a lot about uh, groceries. You know, oftentimes I think that um, my American dialect is of course, the most correct. But then I look at the word groceries and I say, hey, groceries is spelled with a C, not an S-H or a C-H. So why do I pronounce it groceries instead of groceries? And then I wonder, hey, maybe um, other Americans pronounce it groceries and it's just me or my region that's wrong. But all my life, I've pronounced it groceries. And so... um Callers, could you let me know? Do you say groceries or groceries? Thanks. Uh, have a great day, everybody. I don't know if anyone will listen to this, but whatever. I've been applying for rent, and it's been... I've been looking at houses for rent, and it's it's been two months haven't really found not not exactly not haven't found anything but like I found places applied for it but then didn't get the place and it's been like two months ish it's a bit hard but you know just gotta get back to the grind also have you ever watched Australian football? It's really nice. It's it's much more fast fast paced than any other sport that I watched before and it's I I just like watching it. And like sorry if like I talk if if I'm like a bit everywhere like with this I'm not a native speaker, my first language is Indonesian, and I don't know, I might have, my mom told me I had ADHD back then, but, alright then, thanks, I will see you on the internet, I guess, alright, goodbye. Oh, that beep gets me, um, so... I just picked up my last prescription for antidepressants for two weeks now. 
last two weeks, I guess, because I'm, uh, I'm quitting, basically. Um, and I should be happy about it, I guess, but looking at it, it kind of makes me sad because I'm a little bit afraid of what's going to happen because I am somewhat better, but it's more of like a test towards myself to see if I am better without them. And it scares me a little bit. But I think it is ultimately good news, sort of, I guess. And I just wanted to tell someone. Yeah. Thank you. Bye. I'm dealing with a peculiar situation where my own friends are kind of splitting apart over this one girl and her relationship and I personally don't know how to deal with it entirely. So for the sake of telling the story, I suppose it's just Hal, Ash, and Rom. And basically Hal likes this guy who I don't know. He doesn't reciprocate any love towards her, and it's very frustrating that they always keep repeating themselves constantly that that they're never going to be a thing in terms of like any relationship. And Ash and Rom, they're acting as the fallback, and then I'm kind of there also. And the thing is, is that this friendship has been held for about six, seven years, roughly, about now, I think. And they're just dwindling away. Their connection as friends are just depleting. And all I can really do is, like, just see them drift apart. And I want to be there for all, all of them despite their choices and it's kind of hard when the friendships that I had just no longer hold each other and I don't know what more to say to her when to how that he's the person that she likes just won't give that love back whatsoever What would I do in that situation? Because I've tried every little thing, and maybe I should be more upfront, but at the current moment, I have no idea, really. I always thought it was weird how people have this stigma or this, like, weird phobia of eating those, like, refrigerated peanut butter and jelly pockets or sandwiches or whatever they are. I've always felt like they're just convenient and tasty and and a little weird, but they taste kind of really good, especially when you pop them fresh out of the fridge. And uh, I feel like they're just the perfect kind of go-to snack. Now, don't get me wrong. I do prefer a nice jar of just creamy uh, peanut butter, but at the same time, I think that convenience is kind of 
awesome. I mean, who doesn't like convenience? It's peanut butter and it's jelly all in one little nicely tucked away simplistic little pocket that can last for X amount of days in the refrigerator. So I just think there's some like we gotta we gotta put an end to the to the peanut the hate on hate peanut butter crimes because I mean really we're all just trying to get a little spread. That's it. We're all just trying to get a little love. So if we can put an end to that kind of hatred, I think the world would be a better place. So yeah. All right. Well, that's it. Okay. Peace. Thank you for listening to this episode. You can find more episodes on Spotify and iTunes. We also post episodes to YouTube, individual messages to Twitter, TikTok, and Instagram. All of those are at Call or Go Ahead. And you can find all of our work at callergoahead.com. The show is made possible by the games we make, Party Games, Super Fight, and Red Flags, the miniatures game Gatefall. You can find out about all of those at jackdyer.com. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next time.